And hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of What on Rob Green's Earth, the Contest Edition. That's right, this is the episode where we look at your spooky or supernatural stupid questions and try to get an answer and try to get a winner for a lovely, lovely One on Rob Green's Earth t-shirt. It's also that time of year where we set our clocks back for daylight savings time. Daylight savings time, one of the stupidest traditions we've ever fucking had and upheld. It might have been great back in the 1800s. Sucks demon nuts now. We shouldn't do it. Put it to you like this. Say you fell down a hole and someone went and got a rope and threw it down to you. But it was just too short. So then you say to them, Hey, I've got an idea. Let's cut the top off the rope and tie it to the bottom and then I can reach it. They would just leave you down the hole because you're a fucking idiot. And that's where we should leave daylight savings time. And that's really all I've got to say about that before we get to the episode. However, if you will allow me one other little tangent. And really, it's my show. You can't stop me. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, I want to send a huge shout out and congratulations to two really good friends of mine. Alex and Kylie, congratulations on your engagement as if you needed another reason to throw a great party. But, I digress. Congratulations, guys. Moving on, uh, this person who's going to be on the show is super busy, but I have been a huge pain in her ass to get her on the show because I am a huge fan of her work and her show. But instead of ranting and raving and gushing like a lunatic fanboy, I figure... Might as well just get into it. We'll get this lady on, and we will get a winner for that t-shirt. All right, folks, I'd like to introduce my next guest. Huge fan of their podcast. Uh, this is one half of the hosting duo, Z, or how do you go professionally? Just Z or? Nawal Masari is the full name, but Z is just easier for everybody to remember and say. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Z, thanks for coming on. I've been bugging you for a while. Thanks for having me. So give, uh, give everyone a little bit of your background before, before I jump in with all my questions. Um, well, born and raised in Portland, Oregon. I write, I do stand-up, model and act on occasion. Uh, and I co-host a weekly podcast called Ghosts and Hoes, where we talk about true crime and all things paranormal. H-E-A-U-X-S, not yeah. H-O-E-S, guys. Get your fucking Correct. minds out of the gutter. Because we're fancy. Yeah. I mean, you will put their mind back in together at, at times when they're listening, but just, <laughs> go, just going into it, let's, let's stay clean, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so it is a podcast about the supernatural and true crime. What, mm-hmm. do, you, what do you prefer? Um, I don't really think I have a preference when it comes to either one of those. Um, they both fascinate me in different ways i just like to learn about all that kind of stuff so yeah i don't i don't know i don't have a preference how did ghosts and hoes become a thing so my best friend and i uh have been paranormal investigators for about 10 plus years now and it was suggested that we start a podcast and we were like i don't know what that is and so we eventually started listening to various true crime and or paranormal podcasts but there was no one there weren't really any shows out there that we were like yeah this is this has great information on both of these things 
because uh, most of the podcasts that we found that combined both true crime and paranormal were put on by people who weren't experienced in paranormal investigations. Uh-huh. And so we were just like, well, well, I guess we should start our own. <laughs> Since there's not one that we like to listen to. So yeah, we just, there wasn't one and we started one. And there you go. How do you pick your stories? I have a giant list of ideas that most of the time I forget that I made and end up just finding something random. People will send us ideas. There's just always those cases, whether they're true crime or paranormal cases that interest you. So I write them down so I don't forget. Uh, My co-host and I never tell each other what story, like specific story we're doing each week. So it's a surprise. We will tell each other, be like, okay, so what do you have this week? Oh, I've got murder and aliens, a haunted location. That way we can kind of be like, okay, well, if we both have a haunted location, hopefully it's not the same one. It hasn't happened yet. (laughs) You've come pretty close though, haven't you? Uh, We do a random thing where we like to brain twin, uh, where we've accidentally themed episodes before. I think one of the times we both did uh, missing children and they both were like six-year-old boys, as -hmm. it turned out, which was nuts. Another time, Danielle, my co-host, covered the Salem Witch Trials over four episodes. And the first episode she did it, I also had a story from the same time frame about witch trials, but not the Salem witch trials. Mine was in England. Uh, but yeah, just stuff like that all the time, which is completely unintentional every single time. And we're both equally surprised every time it happens, even though it happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> now, as far as uh, your coverage of the witch trials goes, I actually mm-hmm. had a question about that. Yeah. Was there ever in any of your research a name more fun than Dorcas Whore? There is not. <laughs> the best part is I did not research that. That was not my coverage, but I can tell you right now that no, that is quite possibly one of the best names I have ever heard in my life. You all seem to thoroughly enjoy that. <laughs> I listen to your show as I'm driving to work every morning. I got a bit of a trek, so I put that on. I'm trying to get caught up on all the back catalog. <laughs> And I just had to pause it so I could laugh and hope I didn't veer off the road (laughs) as I'm wiping the tears from my eyes. That was a really good name. So that's one of our favorite things to point out uh, is amazing names like that. I think one of my other favorite names that we have talked about was when Danielle covered the Hinterkaifeck murders. And there was a woman named Anna Dix. I'm sorry. (laughs) And she tried to keep telling the story as if that wasn't the most hilarious thing I'd heard all day. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You cannot gloss over on a dicks. We have to talk about this. (laughs) And we did. That story could have a part that happens in the apartment right next to me as we speak. And I'm not hearing anything but on a dicks at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's there have been some fantastic names over the last two plus years. (laughs) So how do you like, how do you put your stories together for the show? Um, 
personally, I have to, you know, pick one first um, because, again, my list, like I have this master list of ideas and then I'll get distracted by something random I find online when I'm researching a specific story. And then I'm just like, oh, well, now here's 18 more things I have to add to that list. So eventually, you know, once I've settled on one that feels right for the week, uh, I just Google hit up the old Googs machine and find resources that are, you know, legit, first of all, uh, informative. (laughs) And sometimes depending on the case or the story, I'll try and find like a documentary or even just YouTube videos that might have a little bit more uh, of a cohesive storytelling of it. Uh, sometimes I'll look for other podcasts that have covered it to see if there's something I may have missed. Uh, if they have like resources that they share, I'm like, perfect. Thank you. That I did not even consider that. So go there. Shout outs to everybody that have uh, covered certain stories there. I'm like, there is no, no, nothing on this case. So that's fun. Hmm. Um, but yeah, just tons of research. Uh, and then. I just try and write as much as I can each day. I'm working on a story now for tomorrow's recording. Not done. Not even. I mean, this is not uncommon. It happens pretty much every week. (laughs) (laughs) What happens when you have to be awake before Jesus himself to go to work? Sometimes I have time at work so I can type out or at least research while I'm there. Because when I get home, I am often too tired to do anything i hear you what time do you get up in the morning i have to get up at 3 30 oh jesus you got me beat <laughs> i'm a 5 a.m guy yeah that's my day has been started <laughs> well so much for my pity party now yeah <laughs> oh so you said paranormal investigations yes do tell what do you want to know oh i like what's it like like i the only thing I know is when you see those stories on TV with that, what's his name? Like Zach Baggins type guy. Oh yeah, Zach Baggins. I know that guy. Yeah. Like that's the only things like that I see on TV. Uh, I mean, it's not, I'm not going to say it's the same because everybody has their own investigating style, but my favorite is when people are like, oh, those guys are such douchebags. They're always yelling. I'm like, okay, well, here's the thing. Uh, when you're in the dark, you literally can't, you can't see. A fucking thing. So when you hear any noise, it's going to startle you. That's just how being a person works. You're going to hear something in the dark. You're be like, oh, dear Lord, what? Why? What is it? You're going to be that. That is very normal. I have been startled many a time. Uh, <laughs> usually, usually it's nothing, but sometimes it is something. Uh, but yeah, my best friend and I have been doing it for, like I said, a little over 10 years, I think. Yeah, it's just, you know, we're just all a bunch of adults talking to ourselves in the dark. So sometimes things talk back, sometimes they don't. It's never as exciting as it seems on most of the shows, Mm -hmm. but that's because those investigations that are being filmed are usually taking place over multiple days, and it's all the evidence collectively from a multi-day investigation it's not all of that it's not happening it's just a highlight reel basically that you're getting yeah exactly and that goes for all of the shows (laughs) 
It's never just a single night. Uh, though you can, you can have very active locations, but yeah, it's just, it's more, a lot more boring than people think it is. It's truly never like you're not being chased like a Scooby-Doo cartoon by some ghost. I mean, has it happened? Probably. Has that exact thing happened to me? No, I've only left one investigation and it was my very first. (laughs) And I mean, really, people that give investigators shit for screaming when they hear something scary in the dark are the same people that scream while watching a movie and there's a jump scare. It's just your TV. It can't hurt yeah. you. You don't know what's exactly. in the dark. Exactly. That's, there's a whole list of things that it could be. Uh, you're like, OK, it is a ghost. There is some kind of entity here. Or my biggest fear, there's a person here that we didn't know was here. And that is scarier to me than running into any kind of ghost. (laughs) I think a big source of skepticism is when you watch the shows and the people have hauntings in their houses. A lot Mm -hmm. of times they always lead into the story of them being haunted with, well, they moved in the house. Then they ran into some financial troubles. They were having trouble paying the mortgage. And then all of a sudden the house was haunted. And I've asked the bankers haunting grounds to break your mortgage. And apparently it's not. So it is not. It is not. Some people hope. But no. (laughs) Is that a thing, though, that people like people try that just as a last last ditch effort just to get out? It can be a thing. I've done I've covered one, maybe two cases where that's a thing but there are also people of course on the other side that are like well they're just trying to get out of uh, they they didn't have enough money so now they have regrets and they're trying to get out of this uh but also the people are like no really like we wanted to spend our entire lives here and this Mm. we cannot do it um so yeah i mean i guess it would just depend on the situation as to whether mm. I was like, yeah, they're just, they made a mistake and they want out of it. Or I'm like, no, there's really something here. Just mm. on a case by case basis, I guess. I feel like in most cases, they would just say, oh, we found asbestos or mold or something mm-hmm. unsavory. Yeah. <laughs> Not the ghost of an 18th century pirate who's trying to make me walk a plank that doesn't exist every night. <laughs> yeah. It just really depends. You've been doing that for about 10 years. Like, was the first one your scariest one or were you just oh. kind of green there or? If the same thing happened now, I would not have left. So that one was definitely because it was, well, it was alarming and it was my first investigation. Um, was it? Was, I actually think it was my second. They happened really close together. Um, but yeah, we were investigating this old hotel and... Um, All of our equipment had shut off on the third floor, which was very weird because it all happened within like a second of each other, which everything had been charged. There were new batteries and everything. And if you've ever watched a ghost hunting show or know anything about investigating, that is very common for spirit energy to drain your batteries. Uh, They're trying to use whatever they can as a means to communicate. So all of our camera equipment died within like about a second, second and a half of each other. So we went back downstairs to get new batteries, plug everything in for a little bit. And we were running a spirit box session, which you've seen happen on every 
ghost hunting show. It's where they have the little device. They start asking questions and then you hear something come through. The one we had at the time was known as a shack hack box, uh, which is just basically an older model AM FM radio that has been like a little pin or something in it has been removed or whatever. I don't know technology very well. Uh, <laughs> our, fr- our one investigator, uh, her husband did it for us. And it basically just keeps it scanning constantly. Like it just doesn't stop scanning. Okay. Um, sort of like a police scanner, maybe. So we're investigating, we're asking, we're like, oh, we'll just do a little spare box session. And so we're talking and it just gets really quiet and that's not normal. And the one gal asked, are you the one that turned off our cameras? And you hear a man's voice come through and say, yep. And we're like, oh, good. <laughs> and uh, the same woman she asked, she's like, well, why don't you want us to film you? Same voice, which is not a common thing. Uh, the same man's voice came through and said, because it's an abomination. And so Danielle, my now podcast co-host and I just lock eyes from across the room and we just start grabbing all of our bags. And we're like, yeah, no, no. No, we no, I don't like it. So then we went back to our hotel room and we're like, yeah, that was weird. Uh, <laughs> that was very scary. But that that is in the moment, it was very scary because it was a very strong voice. Like it came through. There was no uh, there's no way anybody could doubt what they were hearing. Uh, because all four there were four of us, and two of the two other gals that were with us were like, What's an abomination? We're like, Nope, we gotta go. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love that. Come on, we'll tell you back at the hotel. <laughs> yeah, we're like, just get yeah, get your bag and we'll just walk back over to our hotel room. So yeah, looking back now, we'd be like, Yeah, no, we'd keep we would stay and keep asking questions. But since I think that was maybe Danielle's third investigation and it was either my first or second so we were like absolutely not (laughs) uh the scariest one though i think happened it was not even an official investigation that we were doing it was just me danielle and our friend isabella in jerome arizona we were actually just on vacation and our friend isabella is also an investigator and so we went to visit her she lived in phoenix at the time and we went to jerome which is a great little town it's so fun haunted she so haunted she hainted so we (laughs) we were there um i've talked about it before but there's like there's an old jail that's there that slid down the hill because of uh a mine blast that someone had a little it was a little too jazzy and uh (laughs) so the jail kind of slid down the hill it's like one of those old mayberry style jails where it's just like the one room and i think one cell Maybe yeah. two. It's hard to tell because, you know, it's a crumbling building and I haven't been there in a while. But we were walking around at night and we walked by the old jail and we were going to do like a little EVP session. And that is the kind of basically just like a dictation recorder. You can buy them at Best Buy. Yeah, you don't have to have a super fancy one. That's another thing. But <laughs> you use that. You play it back and then you're like, hey, that's a voice that definitely wasn't with us. So we were there and we walked down the stairs and it just got a little too quiet by the jail. Just a little. You're like, hmm, that doesn't feel right. I mean, Jerome is such a small place that it does close relatively early. So there's not going to be a ton of like noise, like people partying, whatever. But still, there would it should have been like, you know, crickets at nighttime, uh, nighttime sounds <laughs> that just kind of stopped. And we were like, OK, well, that's weird. Danielle walked 
not very far away from me. She was going to put her EVP recorder in the um, the jail cell. And all of a sudden she just kind of stops and she's like, I can't move. I can't, I can't go forward. Like something I literally cannot. So she starts walking back and my friend Isabella at the, about the same time, she's like, it smells like it smells dead in here. It smells like something has died down here. And then as she says that, I feel a hand on my throat it was not Isabella. <laughs> I can tell no. you for sure it was not. And Danielle um, was frozen, so we know it wasn't her. It was, yep, yeah, she was still too far to mm-hmm. reach me. And uh, yeah, I just felt like a hand kind of close around my throat for a second. And then we left. We were like, absolutely not. And then when we listened back to our recorder later, you can, because there's a metal railing going down. There's, there's some stairs to the old jail. There's a mm-hmm. metal railing. And when we listened back later, you can hear something coming up behind us, kind of like someone has a ring on. And like, as they're going up the railing, you can hear like, it's very weird. Holding their hand on it. You can hear the ring scraping. Kind of. And you can hear it like tapping a little bit. It was very creepy. And then uh, we listened to the part where right before I choke, you can hear Isabella. Like it smells like something is dead down here, and it's the creepiest voice I have ever heard in my life. I would say, if it were to have a gender, it would have been male. But she's like, it smells like something is dead down here, and you hear this man voice say, "I am." Oh, yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. Oh yeah, and like another thing, living or dead, if you're gonna choke someone, ask them if they're into that shit before you try exactly. it. Exactly. Like Consensual choking is fine if that's what you're into. Don't yeah. surprise somebody with it. Nobody wants that. Just because you're dead doesn't mean you have to be a dick. Exactly. <laughs> so, how much time do you guys dedicate to the old paranormal investigations? We haven't in a while, you know, because of the world. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> now that things are opening up again we really do want to start getting back out there and investigating again so when you're going full blast like do you do like one a month every few months or just as they kind of come to you just as they come to us and usually um it happens when we're out of town mostly because there are some haunted locations in portland where we're based but either they are very very difficult to get into because the people are like no we're not haunted get away from here or uh, <laughs> they are now bars. <laughs> so it's very hard uh, to investigate in a bar when it is open. I, I don't feel like I needed to explain why. That would be less than ideal. <laughs> I get a kick out of the whole people like, no, we're not Hanukkah out of here. Because you'd watch a, you watch movies and someone goes to check something out and the people act like that. And you watch the movie, you're thinking like, no, there's weird shit going on. They'd want to get that solved, but no, no, they don't. They don't. They're like, that's not real. That's not. I'm like, and that's just, uh, that's just how some people's minds work, which is fine. <laughs> I know some people don't want to admit things like say they heard a door slam at home and they're like, it was just the wind. Uh, like I have a friend that says she doesn't want, she's like, I don't want to believe that ghosts are real because it scares me. <laughs> like, that is fair. <laughs> Like, okay. But you can't just ignore that kind of stuff if it's happening. Some people, some people can. Could you do that with Gwyneth Paltrow? That's the question. Could I ignore Gwyneth Paltrow (laughs) if she were haunting my house? Yeah. I mean, no, absolutely (laughs) not. I feel like you wouldn't even be a scary haunting. You'd just be a pretentious haunting. I would be so annoyed. Gwyneth, get out of my house. 
So for anyone who hasn't heard your show, but they're going to listen, you guys aren't big on the whole Gwyneth Paltrow. We are not. Um, She's just the worst. She's the most pretentious human being, I think. It's just, it's like the her website will play Gwyneth's goop game where Randall, our producer and engineer, he will pull up the goop website and find these ridiculously overpriced items. And we have to guess how much they cost kind of like the price is right. <laughs> yeah. Price and is right rules too. They can't go over. It's true. And it's infuriating <laughs> every single time, but yeah, just cause she just peddles nonsense and is very, overly pretentious and it's very irritating the descriptions of the products hurt me more than the prices of the products they're so bad gwyneth is like gwyneth paltrow has all the features of an attractive woman but she's like the least hot woman like if i'm somewhere and i get an awkward inappropriate boner and i have to think of something to make it go away i think of (laughs) gwyneth paltrow that's fair she is a flaxen haired she demon (laughs) Oh, I, I used to think about Gwyneth Paltrow, but then it wouldn't come back for me for like three or four days, which is no. too long. So now I just think about her candles. There you go. Can you imagine being an engineer that has to make those? Like, is she just sitting spread at the end of his like laboratory desk and he's just, okay, I'm going to test this candle, smells it, then goes over, smells her. No, that's not it. And that's just his day. <laughs> I mean, maybe. What kind of crime in a past life would you have to commit to? I don't know. It's a really good question. Doesn't she offer like a trip to space with her goop uh, site? I have not perused it in depth. Randall does it for us. And yeah. I just, I don't <laughs> want to. I'm like, I can't do it. You ever take Randall ghost hunting? What? Have you ever taken Randall? Like We haven't yet. We want to very bad. Uh, but we just have not because, you know, COVID. Yeah. I've been able to go out yet, but hopefully in the very near future, we'll get to do that because we would love to start touring. Oh my God. Get, get a recording. Randall's awesome. I really, <laughs> I really enjoy Randall's dynamic with you guys. And I think yeah, him in one great. of those situations would be amazing. Truly. You guys have a really goddamn good show. Thank you. Seeing as how I have all these questions that I've been asking you, um, you, you know, about the little contest I'm having right now. Yes. And you know what, uh, what you have to do for me right now? Yes. Okay. So to recap, everyone, I've had people send me in their spooky-ish questions or paranormal questions, whatever. And of all of them that were sent in, and I do thank everyone for sending them in, I print them out and I throw them in a coffee can and I pull them out five at a time for a contest. And I'm going to ask Z here these five questions. She has no idea who's asking these questions. And when it's all said and done, she's given the best answers to your stupid questions. She's going to pick a winner. Are you ready? Yes. All right. So in life, we are told there are no stupid questions. Are you ready for five? Incorrect. And yes. (laughs) question one where do ghosts go to the bathroom they don't they don't no they they do not not that i have ever encountered um and i don't really know how you'd tell unless you caught them doing it do you think the ones that don't know they're dead think they're going to the bathroom it's entirely possible that's just my own curiosity that's not one of the questions (laughs) (laughs) is that a goat is he taking a leak Is he he trying to? Like, what is happening? (laughs) Just some guy that was loaded drunk just died on his way to the bathroom in a bad accident. And his last memory is that he had to pee really badly. 
entirely possible. I have never encountered it, but I don't think that they do. Fair enough. Okay. Second question. What's something that smells really bad, but doesn't keep you from smelling it over and over? What? Something that smells really bad, but doesn't, but that doesn't keep you from smelling it over and over. Oh, so it's like one of those things where like, this is disgusting, but you're like, I'm going to smell it again anyway. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, my first instinct is just to say durian fruit, which is absolutely monstrous. It smells like a corpse died eating onions and farting in a garbage dump on a hot summer's day. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's really, truly terrible. I have had durian flavored wafer cookies before that were not terrible but when you open the bag it definitely smelled like onions and fart and then it had kind of a oniony aftertaste but then i tried fresh durian in a smoothie at a restaurant uh it's a vietnamese sandwich restaurant it's really good in town mm-hmm. and i ordered a durian shake at the drive through <laughs> Whoever was taking my order just kind of went silent for a second. And then they came back. They're like, are you sure? <laughs> it's like, yes. So when I pulled up, they handed me my sandwich. And then they handed me the shake with the straw already in it because the guy wanted to see me drink it in front of him. And he just <laughs> had this smug, knowing look on his face when he handed it over. And I, being spiteful, was like, great, thanks, and took a big old drink of it and had to somehow maintain my composure as if I weren't consuming the absolute most disgusting thing I have ever had in my life. And I was like, awesome, great, love it, thanks, bye. And I drove away, (laughs) and then I handed the smoothie to my boyfriend at the time, and I was like, throw it out of the window. I don't want this anywhere near any part of me ever again. He's like, you don't want to finish it? And I'm like, I would kill you first. No, throw it out the window. Get it away from me. The story doesn't end with him uh, insisting and then you killing him. And that's why he was your boyfriend at the time. The story. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's not actually dead. He is dead to me, but he is not physically deceased. That was a very long time ago as well. <laughs> but yeah, durian is my answer. Because it's even if you wanted to try to stop smelling it, you kind of can't because it just gets in your sinuses. Oh, I will avoid that. Yeah, at all costs. This too is awful. Third question. If you were to build a Frankenstein monster, what qualities would you want to give it? Bill Hader. Bill Hader. <laughs> End of list. So basically, you just want Bill Hader. Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, just recently, because I don't take my online dating profiles at all seriously, and it, you can tell when you see them, if you ever happen to run across them, my bio is, this is all an elaborate trick. I'm just two Devon Sawas in an overcoat. <laughs> and one of the apps asks question. I think it's Bumble maybe, but it's like, uh, if a genie granted you three wishes, what would they be? And my answer, three Bill haters. <laughs> Why Bill Hader? I can't explain it to you. I do not know. I just love him. He seems like, number one, the nicest guy in the history of all time. And to me, he is very attractive. Hmm. And I would give anything to meet him and make him laugh. Like, that Hmm. is a goal of mine, is to someday 
meet Bill Hader and just make him laugh. And if somehow this ever makes it to Bill Hader, I can't see it. But if it does, <laughs> I, I didn't mean that mean, like, why Bill Hader? Like, obviously, like, <laughs> why not Bill Hader? But I mean, just wh- hmm. why him? Like, it's, it's a really... I just because I think he's very funny and talented. I have listened to a few podcasts that he's been a guest on. And then somebody asked him about anxiety once because he is very public about his dealings with his own anxiety, which is great for someone who is also very anxious all of the time. Hmm. (laughs) He was talking about how it's kind of like trying to build a house of cards on a speeding boat. And I was just having one of those days. I was listening to this podcast while I was eating lunch in public. And then I heard that explanation and it was just the right timing, I guess. And I just like welled up and started crying because I'm like, oh, it really is. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, he's very funny, uh, very kind, very talented. And uh, yeah, Bill Hader all about it. I mean, and then if you've ever listened to my podcast, I've said entirely inappropriate things <laughs> about him. I apologize, but also I do not. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you're into it, I meant it. She's sorry, but she's not sorry. Exactly. Well, in that case, question four. When you yawn, does a ghost ever stick its dick in your mouth? It has not, in my experience, that I'm aware of, no. I can't say the same for other people, but personally, no. Fair enough. (laughs) I feel like that would be like funny and then awkward for like the ghost. Hey, check this out. I got my dick in his mouth. Yeah, but also, how would you know? Maybe I assume that would be part of the novelty for a ghost. Like he doesn't even know. And then he's just standing there after the last. I was like, I'm just going to stop this now. (laughs) (laughs) This has been strange. So you don't think they do it at all? I mean, they may. There's definitely some frat boy that's died and thought it'd be hilarious. There are absolutely pervy ghosts, and I have encountered a couple of them, yes. But have they touched me with their penis? No. Okay. Hands, yes. Perverts. And it was actually, (laughs) I think, no, one of, it was both times we're in Arizona. One time, separate from the choking, a ghost ran its hand up my leg while I was in the shower creepy mm-hmm. and i know that it was not one of the people i was with because i was in the shower alone uh then another <laughs> time was in tombstone in arizona and i got my vagina grabbed while i was mid-conversation with one of my girlfriends and i know she didn't do it she was in front of you she was directly in front of me and i believe she had a drink in her hand <laughs> and normal length arms that she couldn't just slink across the ground and sneak up behind you with yeah. Fair enough. Pervy ghost choking and groping. Yep. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this last one, I pulled out of the coffee can. Uh, I got to give you a little background on it, maybe. Okay. So around here in Nova Scotia, there's a place called Caledonia Mills. Okay. And they have there what used to be called the Mary Ellen Spook Farm. It was a uh, a farm where it was like the 1920s and before this family of a husband, wife, and their adopted daughter, Mary Ellen, kept ha- having just random fires break out. And a lot of people after a while thought it was her. Do you know this one? I have heard this. It's the, what, the fire spook of Caledonia Mills? I yeah. Think? Yeah. Yeah. I have heard of this one. I haven't covered it yet, but it is actually on my list. Wow. I imagine you will do it quite a bit better than I'm doing it right now, (laughs) which is sad because I'm from here. But yeah, so apparently for anyone not listening, if you were to go to the property and take something and bring it to your house, your house would catch fire is 
what oh, the no. superstition is. That's actually a fairly common superstition. Uh. Uh, like I believe it was the there's the Bell Witch and the Bell Witch Caves. And they say if you bring any like a rock or anything home from there, then you will be haunted. I think my dad's got a story. He did some workout in that same area and something happened. I'll I'll ask my mom, I'll ask my dad and he'll just tell me he doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> my mom will remember. It's like, oh, I remember it. I love it. <clears throat> so the question is that I pulled from the coffee can. Do you think Mary Ellen is somewhere using her ghostly powers for a lucky husband somewhere to help heat things up in the bedroom? Oh, um, I don't, I don't feel well educated enough on the subject to give a definitive answer, <laughs> but Yes. <laughs> I guess we could say, do you think a ghost has ever helped set the mood? It's like, it's been like a haunted place. He's like, oh, these kids are nice. I'm going to kind of help set the mood for them. Just gets the fireplace going for them. It's like, oh, that's romantic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. Turns to his ghost plays like, you know, instead of just the creepy, I'm going to kill you over the weird radio, white noise radio. Let's just throw in a little berry this time. <laughs> I like these guys, these kids. I think mm. they're going to make it. It reminds me of when I was alive. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I will I will say for now until I do further research, I will say yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Mary Ellen, you little minx. So those are the five questions. Do you have a favorite? Uh well, let's see. Anything that gives me a chance to talk about Bill Hader, I think is gonna be my favorite. Uh, <laughs> 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 but it's also entirely arbitrary because i will find a reason no matter what but yeah i'm gonna go with the frankenstein's monster question excellent excellent we have a winner Sweet. <laughs> you got that done like in like wicked fast time so there's no humming and hawing <laughs> and keeping them in suspense yeah yeah so, i so feel like i didn't have a good enough definitive answer for the other for the majority of the other questions that's fine. They're all. And stupid. then also, I truly hate durian. So sorry to whoever asked that question. <laughs> so our winner is Ashley DeYoung. She's in Scotland. Yay! That is one of the places on my list to go next. There you go. I haven't been there yet, so maybe I will see you whenever I go. There. <laughs> if you're going there, just let me know. I'll announce it over the podcast. She can find you, and you can autograph the shirt that you helped her win. Oh yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So out of the out of those questions, not only did we get a winner, I just found out about pervy ghosts and I'm a little weirded out right now. You should be. There is a phenomenon called uh well it's spectrophilia where um people are attracted to ghosts. And also there are those that claim to have had sexual relations with a ghost. I cover it in depth. On the show, this is a while ago, but it's, uh, I don't know what number the episode is, but it's called Spectral Sex Guests. <laughs> and uh, it made Randall real mad and it was real funny. Oh, is that that Amethyst Realm Girl? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why there's been a resurgence of people talking about spectrophilia lately, which is, yeah, it's insane. Uh, so just as a reminder, I covered this months ago. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, that cracks me up. That didn't she didn't she break it off with her ghost boyfriend because he got hired on the drugs? Yeah, mm-hmm. her ghost fiance. 
Right. Fiance. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I didn't mean to trivialize the, the relationship <laughs> that they had. But yes, uh, you fell in with the wrong crowd. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yep. Yeah. Randall uh, is definitely not a fan of hers. And it was, it's very funny to listen when he gets in those moods. It's very funny. To your knowledge, can a ghost consume substances on our realm? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. They don't have, number one, they don't have a physical corporeal body <laughs> with which to consume things like a living human person. Um, could they try? Probably. Just depends on how strong their desire and energy <laughs> is for this activity. <laughs> and that also means they would have to be an intelligent haunting, which is something that can interact with the living. Now, if it were just, there's another kind of haunting, and I always forget what it's called, and not like scientifically, because that's not really a thing. But it's just kind of like things replaying on a loop. So like I hear and see a ghost train at three o'clock in the morning. It's like, okay, well, it's just an imprint of something happening. It has no idea that you're there. It's just doing its own thing. So could you potentially run into like see a ghost maybe doing a line? Maybe if that's the last thing it was doing or if that's what was it was really important. I don't quite know how they work, but uh, you're like, yeah, I see this guy just fucking bringing a sandwich out of the fridge and smoking a joint every day at 420. <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, then maybe that's just really what he loved doing. And he's doing it on a loop for eternity. Fair enough. I mean, whatever, <laughs> Residual haunting. That is the one I was looking for. Whatever your happy place is, ghost. But so if she's interacting with this ghost, there's not a chance that he was just going out with his friends, heading to the bathroom for half an hour, then coming out lit up as fuck and then going home. And No, I don't. I really don't think so. Grind, grinding his non-corporeal teeth as he's just going on with nonsense to her. She just had right? enough. But I mean, I've really never encountered that kind of ghost, I guess. So is it possible? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who's worse for Randall, Gwyneth or uh, Amethyst? Oh, that's a real good question. I It's going to be close, but probably Amethyst, I think. Hmm. You, you got to ask him for me. I will definitely ask him. Who is the queen of the fuck you club for Randall? <laughs> the queen, I think reigning champion is Gwyneth as a whole. But for Randall personally, I will ask him because I'm actually going to see him today. <laughs> Excellent. I'll, uh, I'll let everybody know what the answer is. And yeah, you, you guys, you got to listen to Ghosts and Hoes. Yes, please. Mm -hmm. So when you say go touring, is that just doing some uh, investigating? Or are you going to be doing some stand-up? Or what's all involved uh, in that? Would love to do some live shows for Ghosts and Hoes. We do love a good live show. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we would love to. So how do you do, how do you go about doing a live show for a podcast? Same as doing it in a studio. You just, you have an audience. Mm -hmm. So you just tell your stories and there are people there. Well, you, so you go, you book somewhere the same as you would, like if you were performing stand-up, for example? Yeah, kind of. We've done, okay. we've done a few live shows in the past so we want to do more of those please more live shows about the dead people mm -hmm. do you guys have merchandise a little bit we're working on it 
at the moment for shirts, which we've been saying for almost three years. Sorry. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we are currently working on some water bottles. We've got stickers. Uh, if you want a signed print, we can make that happen as well. Yeah, we've got stickers that say hexes and hoes, which is our sign off. Got stickers that say fuck you, Bob. We've got <laughs> one of our friends did our very first cover art. Uh, it's just a very cool drawing of me and Danielle. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have stickers of that. And because I am terrible at knowing how big stickers are, I have ordered the wrong size of stickers exactly twice. Once I ordered them uh, too small. They were too small. Mm -hmm. uh, they're like the size of a, an American nickel, I believe. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, oh boy, that's not what I meant and the other ones too big too big <laughs> they are large um i think i actually have them right here so as it turns out uh the one i meant to order was two by two because this is a oh you can't see me i forgot i don't have my camera on <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we've got stickers we have some magnets with some mm -hmm. of our sayings on them uh one of them jim caviezel take the wheel uh, necro <laughs> necrophilia is never great uh and then our main <clears throat> logo Soups, balloons, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna fuck your house, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the hat that says, Don't blame Satan, you're just a bitch. Did we say that? Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I'm gonna write that down so I don't forget it because I just did. <laughs> don't blame Satan, you're just we're hilarious, guys. You, you guys are hilarious. <laughs> we also want to make a hat for Randall specifically that says, Big Country. <laughs> How many eyes in the big country? Yeah, at least seven. So to get access to all this stuff, you guys have a Patreon, right? We do. Plug the shit out of that. Thank you. So if you want some exclusive motherfucking content, we put out one exclusive Patreon episode a month. Uh, last for October, we covered the origins of Halloween and some very spooky things that happened on Halloween's past. Uh, we've covered the Manson family. Uh, we've covered Ed Kemper. Yeah. And then some of the episodes, like the Patreon episodes will all eventually be released to the public but it just we don't know when that happens it just something we're like oh we're all out of town that is, is here's your here you go uh we've done the cecil hotel and elisa lamb hh holmes zodiac yeah so usually like the big big names will be patreon episodes except sometimes when i am too excited about a case and i have to cover it immediately like mm -hmm. I have done in the past with John Wayne Gacy, Richard Ramirez, and Ed Gein. So do you have different tiers on your Patreon or is there anything else? We do. Um, the lowest level is just a shout out. The That one I think is closed now. The lowest levels are closed, but $5 a month gets you a little prize pack of merch then you get access to all of the exclusive patreon episodes and any videos and stuff that we upload there as well and then ten dollars a month you get all of that and you get to pick an episode title and you get a magnet Ooh, yeah because our episode titles are all relatively unhinged <laughs> in their own rights uh because it's just uh, something we've said on the show so like 
spectral sex guests was something that someone said. Pretty sure it was me. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, let's just run through. And I usually I try and keep a running list as we're recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week's episode was just kidding. I'm the maniac. Hyphenetically was a good one that made me laugh. Hyphenetically. That was great. Uh, mostly nipples and glob stoppers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. Let's see. Feral yodel to Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's another good one. Love has no eyes. Uh, intergalactic corn fun mysteries. <laughs> Usually what happens is I am the one that. Oh, and then because you were mentioning the Salem Witch Trials episodes. Uh, Hell hath no fury like a Puritan spice girl scorned is one of the longer episodes. <laughs> Yes, but I usually am the one to go through and re-listen to the episode before we publish it, and I will write down hilarious things that we have said for episode titles. And they, the episodes are hilarious. Thank you. Oh, so good. <laughs> so where does everyone find you on social media? Personally, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at goodnightgoldie, it's G-O-L-D-I-E, and then uh, well, for the podcast you can find us on facebook at ghosts and hose pod and then twitter's ghosts and hose instagram is ghosts underscore n underscore hose because apparently i like to make my life harder on myself and everybody else (laughs) but yeah if you just type in ghosts and hose in your search bar it should bring you to everything And and then patreon and where wherever you listen to your favorite podcast awesome yeah. So before I let you go, do you got any funny ghost investigation stories? Yeah. I think my favorite was when we went to the Stanley Hotel in Colorado, uh, which is where Stephen King wrote uh, The Shining. Or no, sorry, not The Shining. What am I thinking of? Yes, yeah, it's, the, it's, the it's the Shining. Yeah, it's The Shining. I'm just gaslighting myself. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes, so that is what the hotel is based on, is the Stanley Hotel. Uh, it was filmed at Timberland Lodge in Oregon. But yeah, so we went there for our first like paranormal convention in 2013, I believe, which was really fun. Uh, lots of really cool stuff happened while we were there. But my favorite and possibly the funniest was... We were doing a Ouija board session and whomever was on the other unseen end uh, used the board to call Danielle a whore. Oh, (laughs) it was rude, but also incredibly hilarious. (laughs) Wow. The nerve. Like the audacity of you. (laughs) How fucking dare you? Right. It was very, very silly. (laughs) All right. So the last duty you have as a guest on the show is to cue the outro music. All right. Well, I guess I'll sign out by saying hexes and hoes, y'all. Hit it. (laughs) 